Right now, though, we're going to pay attention to what's going on with politics briefly. Have a quick conversation about that. You know what happened with the um, by-election announcement? Uh, that's taking place. Fort McMurray-Lacklebish by-election will take place March 15th, which is going to be fascinating because, of course, Brian Jean is running for the UCP party in that riding. Uh, and his <laughs> his sole platform plank thus far is, I'm going to get Jason Kenney out of the leadership which is a hell of a thing for your candidate to be running uh, to win a seat in your caucus with the stated goal of getting rid of you as leader. Um, But that's the way conservative politics works in our country and in our province. We have the battles, internal battles, and we're seeing it play out at the federal level as well. You know about that. Conservatives, once again, working on coming up with a new leader. Candace Bergen has been uh, named the interim leader right after Aaron O'Toole was voted out by his caucus earlier this month. It's the age-old story, right? You've got the different factions within the Conservative Party battling for control and setting the identity of the party. We've seen it before. How's it going to play out this time? We're going to chat now with Sam uh, Routley. Sam is a PhD student in political science at Western University. Uh, Sam, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time. Hi, Jay. Uh, Thanks for having me on. So this is a discussion that I think you could probably have at various times throughout the history of our country, uh, and uh, we see it happen with some regularity, but this internal battle, right, it's just, it's time and time again, and basically we have your social conservatives battling with the more, call them progressive conservatives, um, and, and, and it's all happening again, right? Yeah, yeah, I think you have this real um, complex, overlapping um, set of struggles within the party um, over, you know, ideological differences, different governing philosophies, yeah. uh, different sort of attitudinal opinions about how um, the party ought to sort of approach politics, ought to design campaign platforms. Um, it's really something the, uh, the, the party kind of uh, enters every single time uh, it, it needs to select a new leader. You're absolutely right. So when we take a look at the situation we're in now, is it is it the war between, um, I don't, we'll call them social conservatives and progressives, and people will argue about the terminology, but whatever, just for simplicity's yeah. sake. Um, uh, is that what this came down to with Aaron O'Toole? I mean, there's other things that worked in, you lose an election, blah, 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 but ultimately, is that what cost him his job? Yeah, I think, I think there's this um, conflict between, I think, what you can consider to be a more moderate um, faction um, that are primarily interested in, in appealing to centrist, uh, mostly liberal-leaning voters and, and in suburban areas predominantly, but not exclusively, um, compared to, I think, these more ideologically pure yeah. uh, conservatives who, who are advocating for the party to pursue this much more um, sort of capital-C conservative um, approach to politics, uh, to take this much more confrontational anti-establishment um, rhetoric uh, and, and policy developing process to the to the liberals. I think you make a good point in terms of the farther along the spectrum you go, a farther to the right within the conservative movement that you go, more and more you see a populist streak uh, start to emerge and you see that anti-establishment, the anger that comes into it. And I'm not saying all conservatives are like that, just keep your powder dry. But um, as you move along the spectrum, that seems to become more prominent. Yeah, I think, I think this, um, this, this sort of battle between, between the progressives and, and the more ideological wing, um, 
has been something that that's characterized the party um, at least since the Second World War. Um, but I think what's what seems different about now um, is that there seems to be this um, emerging populist movement in in some sense that exists outside of the party um, that's more linked to these um, is more linked to these broader populist movements that you see. Um, you know, across across Europe and, and North America, like in the U.S. and in France and in the U.K. Um, and Brazil to some extent. So when you take a look at what's going on in Canada and, and that battle that's always waged within the Conservative Party, do they need to abandon that? Can they incorporate that? Can those two elements coexist? Um, it's, it's definitely uh, a big challenge, uh, and it ultimately comes down to, to the question of leadership, I think. Um, that uh, the party puts a, an enormous amount of pressure on the leader to craft some sort of um, broad, broad vision, um, some, some rhetorical strategies, uh, and their own personal charisma um, that somehow manages to unite all of the warring factions uh, around their own authority. And I think um, Stephen Harper has really been the only uh, leader and, and prime minister in, in in the last, you know, 40 years at least, yeah. uh, to really do that successfully. And, I mean, the underlying thing here that I think a lot of Conservatives realize um, is if to be elected is different than to be um, the big tent party because th- there are some things just, you, you can't get elected on it anymore. I mean, it's unelectable, right? Yeah, yeah, I think um, the Conservatives have always had a problem um and and like I said, this has been a, a long-term problem, but I think it's become more uh, more pressing, you know, since the '90s. That that uh, how do you run a a how do you run and operate a, a quote unquote conservative party uh, that's electorally viable in a country that really isn't that conservative? Yeah, um, especially when it comes to um, like I mentioned earlier, the the more um, urban um, areas you know, in, in central Canada that, that, that are not really um, too fond of, of these explicitly conservative ideological uh, positions. Yeah, it'll be fascinating to see how this plays out. Sam, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. You bet. That is Sam Routley, a PhD student in political science at Western University who put together a piece on, um, you know, the age-old conservative story. Honestly, you, you know, you could, you could almost write this story at various times throughout the history of our country and indeed our province, but we'll see how it shakes out this time.